did you know that there are some people that no matter what you do, they're going to hate you. No matter what you do, they will never praise you. No matter what you do, they will never say thank you. So why are you bending over backwards? Why are you killing yourself to get their approval? Why? Now, we as mothers, we have this very inherent part of us to please people, to help people, to make people comfortable. But there are sometimes that people are constantly showing us who they are by their nastiness, by their meanness, and by their ingratitude. And we need to wake up and start to believe them when they show us their true color the first time. I am Dr. Denny, the award-winning mom empowerment coach, family doctor, international speaker, best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Supermom, and your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. Today, we're going to talk about something that is a little controversial and might serve as a trigger for so many people. Some people might hear this and think, oh my goodness, um, this is a bit too hard. But sometimes, especially as mothers, we need to have those hard talks. I grew up being a people pleaser. And I describe myself as a chronic people pleaser because I was just that kind of person that you would hit me, hurt me, and I will be the one to apologize. And for a long time, this happened. Thankfully, I had a very lovely brother, a wonderful brother who stood up for me. But when my brother wasn't there, I was there to fend for myself, but I didn't. I stayed there trying to please people, thinking that if I was quiet, kind, nice, generous, they would like me. It was not until a decision was made in my life. And that decision was born out of the fact that I wanted to go to a school. Now, this school was one of the best schools at the time, and my parents really wanted me to go to that school. But the way I perceived the school, because my brother had been in that school and he had been telling me all the things about the school, the good, the bad, and the ugly of the school. And I thought to myself, oh my goodness, I don't think I can survive in this place. Why? Because there could be quite a lot of people who would take advantage of my kindness, my niceness, uh, because I'd love to please people. And so people would take advantage of that. So I was scared, very, very scared to go to that school. But the time came when I had to make a decision because it was either I stayed in an environment and in a place where I would remain mediocre or I go to a place where I'm, my talent is fanned into flame. Now, being the kind of person I am, especially with my background where I had double promotions in school, I thought, look, I will be doing myself a disservice, making my parents unhappy. If I were to settle for mediocrity with my inherent talents. So I thought if I were to go to this school where I know that being a chronic people pleaser is going to cause me to be a doormat, a pushover, then I need to devise a way to make sure that that does not happen because I refuse to remain in mediocrity. I refuse to dwell in mediocrity. And so that is the decision. The moment my decision was made, I didn't know how I was going to do it, 
But I just knew at that point I was not going to take any nonsense from anybody. I recently had a get together with my colleagues. Actually, it was one of my birthdays. And um, this was it was a rare opportunity to be able to connect with my friends, some from primary school, some from high school, some from university. And um, catch up with them really because I've not seen some of them for a long time and when I was doing all that catch up <laughs> the funny thing here was that the ones from high school they said oh Duny will not take nonsense from anybody my goodness you're so tough <laughs> and I thought to myself I was like wow my primary school classmates did not see me like that because I was at that point, oh, I'm sorry, I, I, I would do anything you want me to do. And suddenly I changed because I needed to make a decision. I chose to make that change for survival. But that change was one that made me thrive. Sometimes we need to go against people's expectations of us. Sometimes we need to go against society's expectations of us. Sometimes some people would say things like, oh, I expect you to do this. Oh, really? Says who? Now, when we dwell in the shadow of other people's expectations, that is a recipe for disaster. And while, of course, it's good to set standards for yourself, it's even more important to know that there are certain standards that have been set for you that you need to revisit, or sometimes even ignore. Now, I know this can be a very bitter pill to swallow because everybody wants you to do as you are told. And that is the reason why we are all being trained in the school system. Everybody gets up at a particular time. Everybody enters class at a particular time. Everything needs to be orderly and orderly. And for that reason, it's good. It's good to have law and order. But there are some outliers and I call them outliers because there's very specially unique people who are not built for that kind of regimented environment. And what happens when we have such people? Oh, they give them a name, disruptive. They say they've got ADD, ADHD, and all manners of things. And sometimes when you as a mother, and I know quite a few mothers in the community who maybe have a child that has been given that label of being hyperactive, disruptive, ADHD, and all those kind of things. And they say, I don't know what to do. There's a temptation to give up because you feel your child is disruptive. But that is the time for you as a mother to be your child's advocate. I also know mothers who are themselves hyperactive and they cannot sit in one place to be listening to somebody telling them this is what you do because this is what I expect you to do. They (laughs) are in quotes, the rebels, the disruptors. And we need to tap into that power that we've got. We need to help our children to tap into that power that they've got. Not to be disruptive in a negative sense, but to be pioneers in moving forward in innovation. These are things we need to do. These are things we need to tap into because the moment you and I start to cherish what we do, start to cherish 
what our own expectations are of ourselves rather than what society or another person's expectations are of us, then our well-being of mind, body, soul, and spirit starts to manifest itself in a beautiful light. But when you're waiting for someone to say, oh, well done, you're going to wait for a while. I remember I was having a chat with my daughter and um, she, unfortunately, I would say unfortunately, because she took that nature of mine, which was all that, oh, are you okay? Everything fine? Are you nice? Are you okay? Are you, can, I, can I do anything to make you happy? I'm like, hey, my darling daughter, I love you so much. But there are certain times when you don't need to ask somebody if they're okay. Because when, when sometimes, yes, it's good to keep people happy and everything, but not at your detriment and not at the expense of your own happiness. And so she started. And she said, mommy, it feels good. I said, very good. It does feel good. Because the moment you start to put your own happiness in a position whereby you can be nice or kind to people, but not at the detriment of your own happiness, then you feel joy. And when you do things for others, and this is another thing very important in relation to expectations, because yes, you want to live according to your expectations and not the expectations of others. But you also need to put that into perspective in another way. People do not need to live up to your own expectations. For example, there was someone that was struggling and I saw this person struggling and I went ahead and went out of my way to help this person. The person was in a devastated state and I said, no, it's okay, you're fine. And even though what the person did was absolute rubbish and you know, in, in a way it could have been a learning point, you know how you kind of, Put your stick your nose in the air and start to point out all the wrongs that the person has done. But I decided, no, I'm not going to do that. Let's look at how to support this person. And so I started saying, okay, let's see. At the point, even with that support, this person was so devastated that she could not even cope. So I said, okay, you know what? I'll help you do it. And I went ahead and I dug into helping do the job the person was supposed to do. At the end of the day, everything was sorted. And I'm taking extra time to get this done. My expectation would have been a situation of, oh, that person has to be, um, you know, grateful for what I did and should be, you know, aware that I, I'm here to support. But that same person started to do certain things and be it, like um, a kind of, exhibit some certain qualities that were mean and a bit nasty and rude. And I thought to myself, well, it's just an expression of who that person is. It has nothing to do with me. And even if I offered an act of kindness, I do not expect thank you. That gives me joy. But the moment I start to expect that person to tell me thank you and be extra kind, extra gentle, guess what's going to happen? I'm going to feel unhappy. I'm going to feel like betrayed. I'm going to feel devastated. And I'm going to probably feel angry. Why? Because my expectations of that person was this high. And whereas they are at this level, you need to start to manage the expectations you have for others. Because if you do not expect much from somebody, if they do absolutely nothing, you will not be surprised. 
Let people, give people the opportunity to surprise you in a positive way, of course. Give people the opportunity to surprise you. So when you do something, do something in such a way that you're not expecting something back in return. Because the moment you start to expect something and the person doesn't give it back to you, then it becomes an issue. So please, for your health, for your well-being, manage expectations. The expectations that others have of you and the expectations that you have of others. This also applies to your children. Sometimes as mothers, and I know this is going to be a very hard pill to swallow because I had to swallow that bitter pill myself. Sometimes we kind of manifest our our thoughts, our desires, our ambitions on our children. So we wanted to go to a particular school and maybe we got there or we did not get there. We start to portray and push it on our children. Or perhaps there was a, a career that you wanted to do. Unfortunately, you didn't get to do it. What happens? You start to say, ah, my daughter is going to do this. My son is going to do this. And I know, especially, I mean, where I come from is a situation whereby there were certain um, careers um, that parents wanted their children to be. Whether the parents themselves were or not, they wanted to, you to either be a lawyer, a doctor, an engineer. I think at the point, maybe an accountant, that kind of managed to enter that criteria as well. But by putting that expectation on the children, what happens is that the children were under a lot of pressure. There was a lot of stress. Some of them did not actually get those into those careers, but some got into the career, say, oh, mom, dad, you wanted me to get this. Here you go. Thank you. I've done the qualification you wanted. Now I'm going to do what I want to do. And that takes a strong-willed child to do. But not every child is strong-willed. And so I remember when my daughter told me, mommy, I want to be a doctor like you. I said, don't. When I was telling my colleagues, they were laughing. I think they were laughing because they thought I was saying, don't be a doctor. It's not great. No, my choice of saying don't be like me was saying, be you. What do you want? I want you to expect your future for you. What's working for you? What's your talent? What's your desire? Don't say you want to do something like me because I am not the um, future of yourself. My desire is for my children to be greater than I am. And I do not expect them to walk in my shadow. I want them to shine and shine forth. And so parents, please do not project your expectations on your child such that it affects their well-being. I remember when my daughter wanted, to, I was saying, oh, yes, we're going to plan um, a school plan subjects to take at school and this is what we're going to do and I saw that she wasn't very keen on certain things now I stopped for a moment and I thought to myself hmm I think I better stop pushing any of the so-called important um, things and look at her own strong points look at her own area of expertise look at those things that she's very good at and try and see how I can find those things to flame because this child, she understands what is happening. She can see that, okay, this is what I want to do. In other words, 
because she understands, because she can see what I can do for her will be to say, oh, there are certain things she's interested in. There are certain things she's good at. How can I marry those two to create a, an idea of a future? Because she may not know what she wants to be or what she wants to go into, and neither do I. But we kind of work together to create that future that we can see that is leading or a path that is leading to that future we don't know anything about. That is our role. So rather than projecting your expectations on your child, identify what they have as assets and help them on their path towards their future goal. And most importantly, don't let the expectations of others be the source of your sorrow or even your joy. It's good to have the pat on the back and the congratulations, but let that not be the basis for you to feel valued. I hope this has served you today. Today we've been talking about expectations and I know that there are many mothers who need to hear this. So please go ahead and share this with other mothers and hopefully you'll be able to touch a life and you'll be able to help people to look at things a little differently. I am Dr. Duny and this is the Wellbeing for Mothers show. Please go ahead and let us know what you think about this episode. Download and share. Until next time, I ask, that you stay well.